This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey, Cecil and Tom. Uh, I'm about to go and see a movie about uh, aliens and how they connect to the evolution problem and uh, what the Bible has to say about aliens. And I just thought you guys should know that that exists. Uh, I'll take notes. Uh, glory hole, motherfuckers. Hi, guys. This is Noah. I just figured that I'd wish Cecil ha- a happy birthday because I just thought about it just now, and, well, I can't be off by more than six months. So, well, glory hole, motherfucker. Later. Hey, Cecil and Tom. Uh, this is the guy who went and saw that alien movie. Uh, just got back or out of the theater from it, and it was batshit fucking crazy. Uh, evolution is to blame for why people think aliens exist, and... Uh, they're actually demons, and Mormonism was because a demon visited Joseph Smith, and a woman got tormented by demons because she played with a Ouija board. And, uh, that, I mean, that's the highlight. It was bonkers. So, uh, alien, alien intrusion is what it's called. Um, it was stupid. Uh, glory hole, motherfuckers. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 396. You know, there's no welcome mat, Tom, but there is a shithole. You there know, is a shithole, and we're shit in hole. it, buddy. There's a shithole. We're it's actually it's Haiti. It's is the Haiti. Shit. Is know, Haiti the shithole? It is, but I, or not? Or, it's or are, awkward? Are Haitians shitholes? Which well, one is it? Tom? I think that the problem is that the things that the we should talk about that right away. Okay, let's, let's talk about that right away. Let's talk right about away. that right now. We don't have a story for it. Well, it's it's fine. It's on the Washington Post. It's so, everywhere yeah. that you look. Yeah. Always, uh, forever, right now. So, um. In a meeting at the uh, in the Oval Office, um, Trump talking about the uh, immigration reform. Um, basically, it sounds like from all reports, he kind of blew up. He kind of lost his temper. Yeah. Um, and in as part of that blow up, he asked the question: <laughs> <laughs> Was it a rhetorical question? <laughs> <laughs> Why is our children not learning? Uh, no, he, I, you know, do you remember? Hold on, I'm gonna before I even get there, like. I remember that guy. I remember George W. Bush and his crazy gaffes. And you're yeah. like, oh, he's not he's very smart. Not very smart. And you're guy. like, oh, that dipshit cowboy's uh, gonna kill us all. He's gonna but, kill us all. You know, he had a certain like he had a certain like uh, dim-witted charm you about know what him. He had he had people that you knew were his minders. Yeah. He had people you're like, yeah, you know, George Bush isn't that smart. Rumsfeld's pretty smart though. Wait, but you'd be like, or, yeah, Dick Cheney's, Cheney's driving anyway. And yeah. Dick Cheney was evil, but at least he was smart. Yeah. And like what you got with Trump is a man who's evil and stupid yeah. surrounded by sycophants that yeah. are also evil and stupid. Yeah. 
Or so, incompetent. Or inco- yeah, or just incompetent. Just none of these are mutually flat out incompetent. We can use yeah. and instead yeah, of I guess or you're here, right. my you're friend. Right. You're right. And, and so, all right. So what, what he asked was, why do we want more people from these shithole countries? Referring to nations of Africa and specifically Haiti. Yeah. Saying about Haitians, something like, yeah. we don't need any more we of them. We don't need any more Haitians. Yeah. Yeah. And then he suggested that we needed more people <laughs> from Norway. That? Who would say that? Then he said we needed more people from Norway. Now, I, I want to say okay. something that I think yeah. is important. Sure. Okay. Uh, many of those countries are shitholes. Yeah. But like the people, it's not the people who live there's fault, right? Yeah. These are people who want to immigrate away from the shithole. Yeah. I'm right there with you. If somebody said, Tom... Are you indifferent to the suffering of people from shitholes? My yeah. answer is no. What I am is empathetic to the fact that they live in a shithole. Yeah. And I would think to myself, man, if they could not live in a shithole and I have not living in a shithole to provide to you, the answer is not like, fuck them. They're bad people because they come from circumstances that are less yeah. naturally ideal than the circumstances I come from. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, and that's racist. And and you and I can call certain countries shitholes. You and I aren't the fucking president. Right. You know, you and I aren't in office. You and I don't have millions of people that listen to what we have to say as, as we, as if we were representing every single one of those people. That is absolutely ridiculous that somebody could sit in that office and, and, and even use that terminology. It's so appalling and so abhorrent and so beyond the pale. It's never like you, you, you hear it and you're just like, what what the fuck is happening? You cannot imagine any, like name a single president from anywhere. And the only person that comes up in my mind is maybe, I think it was Lyndon B was a real foul mouth fucker and so was Nixon I think both of them yeah. were foul mouth but they would just say it in private if they thought it I mean how are you supposed to have diplomatic relations from a country you just referred to as a shithole that's your job well that's You're a, the chief the thing diplomat. is that he doesn't care though I know he doesn't because he feels like they don't wield any power yeah they don't wield right? any power so he doesn't so, give a shit so he's just but you know like he's just such a monumentally bad person yeah and like you know, it, it, it was interesting because one of the uh, there was a senator, a Republican senator who's from Haiti, who came, who you know, her family is from Haiti. She's of Haitian descent, and I, I read what she had uh, said in response. She's like, "Look, my fucking family came over here from Haiti, and like we worked real fucking hard, and like you know, we we are here. We live, we live the American dream." She's now a senator. She's you know? a person. Oh, I know, right? Oh my god, I know. Oh my god. Oh, well, she they contribute to fucking society. It's not just. There's this idea that's like that's embedded behind that. Like these are people. Why do we need people from shithole countries that they'll come here and just take shit, right? That they'll come yeah. here and there'll be a drain on the system. That they won't come here and they won't work hard and they won't add to the American GDP and they won't add to the American experience and they won't uh, sort of become part of the larger culture of what it is to be America. There's there's an idea instead that like something is wrong with them because they come from an area that's poor, right? This is poor shaming. It's If it's not racist, and I think it is, right? Because you specifically singled out African nations in Haiti. Hmm. What right? do they have in common? I don't know. Is it a certain, Melanin? Sh- is it a certain shade of color? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It's it's not fucking what I have, which is SPF 183 sunblock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Fucking that blue shit you put in your toilet, you like rub <laughs> on your skin. <laughs> it still doesn't work. Still Are you ever talking about the Teletubby outfit? I got to wear that just not to get a sunburn. Teletubby outfit. <laughs> I actually wear the Teletubby outfit and then I cut out the stomach so it looks like I have a red TV on my stomach. <laughs> No, these people are fucking ridiculous. And you know, the thing is, is like, like he is, he and all of his cronies, nobody's going to care about it. I know. Like nobody's going to care about it in his inner circle. They've already not denied it. Like he came out like, no, we, we, we confirm what he said. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And then all these, like the first couple things we read on Twitter, Tom, were just like, yeah, well, America, like, like liberals call this country a shithole all the time. And he's not allowed to say that about another country. It's like, like you don't understand that the slur is not against the country. It's against the people that are immigrating. Right, here. because he's specifically referring to immigration in yeah. that, in that, you know, right. why do we need people yeah. from these countries as if to insinuate that because they come from a shitty country, and I'll be the first to say, hey, it's a shitty country yeah. I wouldn't want to live in. No. If somebody said, Tom, you want to trade your life for the same life in Haiti, I'd be like, no, fuck that running. Yeah. And, you know, but, but so that's, but they it's want not the people, yeah. it's not the people's fault. Some dude who's born in Haiti, it's not his fucking fault that Haiti's been poorly run and poor. And fucking devastated by natural disasters know, for fucking they, years and they years. Sold their soul to the devil. Tom. Oh, for fuck's sake! And you know, Christy, something happened a long time ago in Haiti, and uh, people might not want to talk about it. They were under the heel of the French, uh, you know, Napoleon the Third and whatever, and. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. They said, we will serve you if you'll get us free from the French. Mm. True story. I forgot about Pat that. Robertson, I forgot about Pat that. Pat Robertson a while back said, Haiti has stole, sold their soul to the devil. And that's why. I forgot about that. I wonder that. if they, do you all have to sign in blood if you all sell your soul to the devil? Like there's like one guy with like a pin and he's pricking everyone's Next. finger. And there's this huge piece of paper. <laughs> it's like toilet paper. They're just pulling off, rolling it out. The crossroads yeah. are really crowded. Exactly. <laughs> you're just standing Everybody's there. Everybody's just wailing away on it's the axe. It's just Ralph Macchio like playing. What do they, the thing is like, he said they sold their soul. What do they get for it? Because they still live in hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's not like, it's not like you're like, and we all won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we sold our soul to the devil. You got a really bad, oh. you just got screwed over. Yeah. And then he brought an earthquake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, it's funny. He says Nor Nor Norway, people should be coming from Norway or something, or we need right. more Norwegians. Norwegians. <laughs> Which he probably would have said is, we need more people from Norwegia. Yeah, Norwegia. <laughs> but there was a, there's an ambassador and I don't know if he's from Norway or not. I think he is. Maybe the Netherlands. I'm not sure. One of those bald countries up there, ball sack Yeah, countries, one of the testicle countries. One of the testicle countries. Who they had, we told, we played we, this guy. We played this guy, yeah. Ago, where they, they questioned him. They said, hey, you know, yeah, what about the, the American people? ambassador? Yeah, the American ambassador. Yeah. And they asked him, yeah. what about, you know, you, you said that, that they're burning Politicians, politicians, there's no go zone. And, and he said, that's all fake news. And then they play the thing back from him and he just walks away. Well, they they cornered him in a in a press conference there. And all the reporters from that country are asking him questions. And I don't want to say they're Norwegian or they're they're Netherlandish. I believe that's Dutch. They're Netherlandish. Or Nether Netherlese. I like that. They're from beyond the wall. So <laughs> but any, they're wildings. But anyway. Um, he, he's asking these questions. And, and so the guy asked a question and said, are you going to, are you willing to retract the statement that they burn politicians? And he looks and he says, I already, I already made a statement about that. I'm not answering that question. And he said, well, you didn't make a statement about it. You just said you were sorry. You didn't say that you were, you, you took it back. Are you willing to take it back? And then he just looks at the guy and he doesn't answer him. And so the next reporter 
asks the same question. And then the next reporter asks, asks the, same the same question. question. Finally, they get away from him because they, they push away from it. But there was a bunch of reporters that just what they were like, Won't you didn't, answer, you didn't answer the question. Ask the, answer the fucking question. Good. We need to do more of that shit here. You know, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. we need to do more of that shit here. They, the press is getting pushed out. Mm -hmm. And the I, I don't know what the answer is except for to just like get together and be like, all right, guys. First question that on principle, yeah, and I believe on, on principle. principle yep. First question that does not get answered. Yeah. We all now that's our only question. Yeah. This whole press conference becomes that question. Yeah. If we get an hour's worth of time, it's an hour of that question because all you want to do is highlight the obfuscation, right? Yeah. Highlight the lies and the obfuscation, and highlight the you know the the, the wiggling and the uh, refusal to answer and the refusal to allow the fourth estate to do its job. Make that the story until we are outraged again. That this that that we're getting fucking snowed by the fucking administration. They're not snowing the press. I, I think that's really important. Like they're not snowing the press. They're not fucking putting up a wall in front of the press. The press is the way we get the information. Yeah, yeah. they're doing it to us. Yeah, they're saying fuck you, you. Yeah, and that's that's. But they've changed the narrative, and the narrative is we don't we don't talk to fake news. We don't talk to right. these, and they're making it seem like those people are the enemy. That's what they're trying right. to do is make the journalists the enemy instead of saying, we're, we want to lie to you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because yeah. that's what they're doing right. or they're obfuscating or they're just not telling Hiding, you the yeah, things right. that they want to tell that, that people want to know. And so what they'll do is they'll just say, well, it's, it's the news media's fault. They're not saying the right things. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. it's, it's like, it's so funny. It's so blatantly obvious. Well, that, it's that, obvious to us, right. but it's not to the other side. I know. I know. It's like, it's like if, if you destroy the conduit that information has to use to pass from authority yeah. to the people, yeah. then the people are always divorced from that authority. Yeah. Yeah. And then the authority has no more responsibility to the people. Yeah. The it's like authority can say whatever they want. Right. Yeah. Or say nothing at all, yeah. which is even worse which is even and worse. even scarier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those funny little whiskers. Ooh, that reminds me. It's Big Gorilla Week on Million Dollar Movie. Come on, boy. I know, Dad. I should really... This is amazing. This is amazing. Because the world has gotten so insane that yeah. this is a possibility. It's right. from Gizmodo. Uh, we regret to inform you that Donald Trump's guerrilla channel is totally fake. Um, so this is a uh, like basically like a Twitter prank. Yeah. That ha that, that kind of took on a life of its own. And the and the nuts and bolts of the Twitter prank. Actually, do you mind if I read part no, of it? No, go ahead. Actually, oh, read is, the whole thing. It's this hilarious. Is this is pretty great. So this is the joke. This is it purported to show an excerpt from uh, Fire and Fury. This is not real, right? And this was tweeted out. And this was the purported made-up excerpt. On his first night in the White House, President Trump complained that the TV in his bedroom was broken because it didn't have the gorilla channel. <laughs> Trump seemed to be under the impression that a TV channel existed that screened nothing but gorilla-based content Gorillas. 24 hours a day. That was the best. To appease Trump, White House staff compiled a number of gorilla documentaries <laughs> into a makeshift gorilla channel. That's amazing. It's so awesome. Broadcasted at Trump's bedroom from a hastily constructed transmission tower uh, on the South Lawn. I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Right. However, Trump was unhappy with the channel they had created, moaning that it was boring because, quote, the gorillas aren't <laughs> fighting, end this quote. Is, this is I love so this. awesome. What yeah. a great prank. Staff edited out all the parts of the documentary where gorillas weren't hitting on each other. Or hitting on? Hitting, hitting on. on each other. Hey, now. <laughs> What's up, baby? Come hey, here often. I got a red ass. <laughs> My Aunt Hill or yours. <laughs> Uh, weren't hitting each other. And at last, the president was satisfied. Quote, on some days, he'll watch the Gorilla Channel for 17 hours straight, an insider told me. 
He kneels in front of the TV with his face about four inches from the screen and says encouraging things to the gorillas like, boy, you hit that other gorilla was good. I think he thinks the gorillas can hear him. <laughs> it's supposed and, to be an excerpt from the book. Right. Right. And so it goes out and, and a, a, a bunch of people retweet it and like put stuff up. And one person who they said, no, it's a fucking joke who had retweeted it said, People shouldn't tweet out jokes like this because they're too often stripped of context and spread fake news. You read that and thought that was fucking real? Are you serious? <laughs> 17 hours? You read that and you thought, yeah, no, that sounds fucking plausible. I love that the part that you seized on as implausible wasn't that he would watch a gorilla channel, but the length of time he might spend If you on. get to 17 hours in that, Tom, if you get to 17 hours and you still think it's no, I real, know, I know. and you still I know. think it's real. You know, you know the part that like, the part that that's also like so obviously untrue is the transmission tower. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> you don't know what you get everything from fucking a cable. Like they would yeah. just put it on a fucking on your, hard drive. Yeah, on your hard drive, and then you just I run it from your it, yeah. Right? They just play it like, over and over and over again. Like I object to the technology. Yeah, the technology. There's so many things. But if you get to 17 hours right. and you're like, no, this is still true. Right. You're an idiot. I know. I you're know. a fucking idiot. He doesn't have a fucking gorilla channel. Now he's got a poor person snuff channel. <laughs> Definitely has one of those. But he doesn't have a gorilla channel. Well, what he calls poor people is gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, maybe this is truer. Can you than get we a think. couple of those shithole people to kill each other? <laughs> so Give them all a knife, put them in an arena, make them fight, see who comes out. He doesn't have a gorilla channel, but he has an entire kitchen dedicating to make chocolate cake. Like the entire <laughs> kitchen. That's all they do. Is make cake after cake that he can jam into his maw. I get seven pieces. Yeah. You get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch me eat it. It's a privilege for you to watch me eat. It's it's amazing that someone can read this. It's like it's like your friend telling you, you know, I, I banged this girl. You wouldn't know her. <laughs> She's not from around here. But She's I totally from Canada. I totally put it in her butt. <laughs> I had I had an anal threesome with two supermodels from Canada. It was we pretty amazing. My, we drove her Lamborghini over. <laughs> she had to sell it, so she doesn't it's actually no big have deal. it now. And yeah, I took the video, but it didn't come yeah, out. Anyway, no big yeah, deal. No it's, big deal. Uh, anyway, didn't the don't to, ask for a lot of details. I'm the heir to the budding fortune. <laughs> so, you know. Who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole? It's Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, all right. That's something, isn't it? Look at this guy. Wow. Okay. All right. I've never seen anybody with a head that looks like a weeble. <laughs> That's amazing. That's you know, amazing. It is It is astonishing to see somebody uh, born with the congenital defect that they do not evidently have a neck. Their <laughs> head was just it looks it looks like, glued onto looks, his shoulder. He looks like someone painted a beard on a thumb. <laughs> it's amazing. You know what he looks like? A guy who has child porn. This story is from the <laughs> Belleville News Democrat. Yep. He does. He does. Uh, Mascuta, ma mascuta, ma mascuta. I don't know. Priest charged with 16 counts of child pornography and possession of meth. Catholic priest was arrested by Belleville police, charged with having tons of child porn and looking exactly like a guy who has tons <laughs> of child porn. I, 
I feel like he's the kind of guy who hands you his phone and you do not swipe backwards. Like if he's like, I want to show you a picture. You look at that picture and that picture only. And then you hand, hand the your phone, phone back, right, right back. Actually, you tell him, can you lock the screen? For me? <laughs> Just lock the screen. He's like, I want to show you a picture. Like, I would prefer you yeah. didn't. I actually don't... text it to me so I can whatever. The text. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes back blocked. <laughs> God, he got charged with eight counts of dissemination of child pornography, and I can't help but think he's a Catholic priest. I can't help but think he's just standing there in his frock. He's like, "Stay, buddy. Hey, buddy. Want to buy a kid? He's under here right now." <laughs> Man, well, you know the, the thing is, like, the, the, all those priests have like that private Facebook group that they trade all this shit back and forth, and yeah, probably, it's probably. I, I do think, like, at some point, like, face fuck. Group, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic priests have such a problem disseminating. Yeah. You know, they got to stop all this <laughs> child disseminating that they're doing. I got to say, I read through this and the guys from Bell, Bell, Bellwood or something like that was Belleville? Belleville. Yeah. And I totally thought it was fucking Bellflower and my brother it lives in Bellflower. <laughs> and I was like, and Bellflower is the kind of, the kind of town that you could like flick one of those those, those like paper footballs across <laughs> and it would fucking go way, way farther over, than the right? fucking, than the fucking yeah. city limits. But I, this is a much bigger city. It's a bigger place. I thought though, when I first read, I was like, holy shit, is that the guy from where my brother used to live? And no, it's not. It's I, not at all. I, I've started to think that at some point we need to charge priests with not having kids. Yeah. <laughs> Porn and I like, just feel like, like it, yeah, just, like they get a raise. It would yeah. just be easier to find the ones. Well, I that guess the aren't other ones aren't yeah. get a raise. <laughs> so, the problem yeah. is he's getting a raise over the wrong thing. Yeah, I want to read part of this. It says, right. "Let me, let me, let me preface this. This guy was on a leave of absence from like 2010, and at one point he writes a letter to his parish that says, and he's not been coming in and things like that. And this was a while back, so he was un, in depression yeah. or whatever. Supposedly, he says the medicines my doctors have me on make me very tired." And some days it is a struggle just to get out of bed. As a consequence, I don't feel that I'm giving you the amount of pastoral care that you deserve. And that's because he had fucking kids stacked like pillow pets on his bed. <laughs> that's why he didn't want to get out of bed. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. Uh, this story is from Vox. Oprah's long history with junk science. So I know there's like a lot of bibble babble about whether or not Oprah's going to make a run in 2020. Can I just say, can we cut that shit out until she actually announces yeah, a run? Yeah, until she actually announces. And to be perfectly honest, can we fucking cut out the grand experiment of the outsider in fucking Washington? Yeah, I think I know, we've right? I think we've established now. Granted, he's a fool, but I just don't believe that an outsider has the political know-how to no. figure this out. No. So I just want to cut out. Like I don't want fucking John Stewart as president next. No, I don't I, want Oprah as president. I don't want Stephen Colbert or fucking no, Jimmy. No Fallon more or TV whoever. celebrities. Can we stop now. I don't want fucking the fucking situation or whatever. Well, the thing is, like I, you know, it's not just outsiders. It's specifically like. It's people whose only qualification is that they're entertaining. Their only qualification the is that they're used to being in front of a camera and other people have seen them there. You know, and I, I was wondering about this, Cecil. It's like, you know, the, the majority of the current voting block is older than you and I, right? So the the, the, the voting block that controls elections yeah. is, this, is a sort of generation past us, right? And the generation past us fucking eats TV up still, yeah. right? 
But our generation and younger, TV viewership has declined, 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 declined. And I, I have to wonder if like the rise of the television celebrity um, isn't part of that. Like that voting block is like, yeah, television celebrity is enough. Yeah. It's, it's important. So what's next? Yeah, because it was movie personality right. for Reagan. Movie, TV. Yeah. Is it YouTube next? Is that what we're going to do? Are we going to decide as a nation that just being popular is literally the only thing to win this particular popularity I've contest. Got two million people on Insta that follow me. Can right. you imagine an Instagram person or oh whatever? Oh my you know, god! Like, or Snapchat. We literally unqualified yeah. for anything useful. Yeah. yeah. Like there's no value whatsoever yeah. in these. I mean, it's look. Oprah's a fucking TV show host. She's got some magazines and a business that she runs and fucking good for her. I don't want sure. to take that away no, from her. And she, she's know, a fucking she's a, And she's also smart. Right. You know, she clearly runs her own business. That's smart. Right. But she like this article specifically tells me absolute as a skeptic, you should hate this idea. Right. Even if she does decide to run what she hasn't even said yet. All right. she did was make an impassioned speech. And I, I, real quick. I also want to say like, there's already like fucking people arguing back and forth online about whether or not opposing Oprah is racist. It's like, she's not even running. Yeah. She's not even running. You're fucking upset about a hypothetical thing. Yeah. And then the hypothetical response to the hypothetical thing. Like, come well, the and, fuck and, on and with here's that the shit. Thing. Here's the thing. Like, as a skeptic, you got to look at the things that are brought up in this article as a way to say, oh, shit, she's worse than Jill Stein, man. Dude, let's go through this. Yeah. Shit. This shit's crazy. And we should all know this. Yeah. We should all know this. Because, again, she's trying to sell a TV show. So she, Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz and all of his attendant bullshit. Yeah. That's fucking Oprah. Thanks, yeah. Oprah. Yeah. Really appreciate that shit. Dr. That's Oz great. is the kind of guy who has people on that talk. He talks about miracle fat pills. He, he, oh, he brings people on that are anti-vaxxers. At one point during the Ebola outbreak, I want to read, it says at the height of the Ebola panic last year, Oz suggested that the virus could go airborne, even though there was universal agreement among virologists. Is that how you say it? Virologists? Yeah. That the pathogens have never behaved that way. You know, he doesn't even know what Come he's on. talking about. It's like he read like The Hot Zone by yeah. Richard Preston. and was like, that's scary. I bet it happens. Come the fuck on. And then the other person that they're talking about is Dr. Dr. Phil. Phil. He's a, a tough love guy on uh, that just yells at people on his show. And the one thing that got me on this is it says last December... After an investigation uncovered some ethical behind-the-scenes practices on the show, including giving vodka to a guest who was battling alcoholism yeah. and asking other guests with severe dr drug addictions to buy drugs on the street for the purposes of entertainment. It's like being, okay, we got these fucking, uh, we got a next, we got a sex addict. He's going to jerk off in front of everybody. <laughs> well, if Dr. Phil's whole shtick seems to be to, like you said, do that tough love thing. He yeah. gets him on TV. And, he, and then he, he just yells at him. He kind of feels like, you know, the like the like the psychologist version of the angry chef who's like, this is a rule you made. This yeah. is garbage. Yeah. I wouldn't splash this in my fucking soup. Like, you know, yeah. he just screams sure. at people. Yeah. He's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's the same fucking he's, thing. He's Judge Judy, the psychologist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I think he's, he's gonna, even meaner, though. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. so, too. I yeah. think so, too. Judy's at least fair. Yeah. Well, you get a chance to see this stuff and you watch if you watch any part of the show. And then he'll bring out people that the audience wants to hate, right? right? So he'll bring out like the little sassy kid, you know, that everybody wants to yell at and everybody wants to scream at. He's basically Jerry Springer, everybody. Know. You know what I mean? Like he's fucking, he's like, I don't even know, like Donahue or whatever, yeah. even worse right. than that. Right, but he hides it under this veneer of like, well, I'm going to tell you how it yeah. is and yeah. give you some 
down home folksy psychiatry advice. He can hand all of this back, though, to Oprah, who made him a figure. Same thing with Oz. Mm -hmm. And then the crazy thing is McCarthy, right? Right. So McCarthy at this at, at the end of this is at the end of this article, she came on to her show. And this is the this is the transcript between them. McCarthy said, the first thing I did when she's talking about her kid and her kid had a um autism, the first thing I did, Google, I put autism, I put in autism and I started my research. Then Oprah Winfrey says, Thank God for Google. McCarthy says, I'm telling you. Winfrey says, Thank God for Google again. And then McCarthy <laughs> says, the University of Google is where I got my degree from. And <laughs> I put accredited. and I put in autism and something came up that changed my life that led me on this road to recovery, which said that autism, it was in the corner of the screen, is reversible and treatable. And I said, what? That has to be hocus pocus thing because autism is reversible and treatable than it would be on Oprah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because and it just was. was. Yeah. It just was. Yep. yep. She that lie. Oprah. Yeah. was just there. Yep. And after this, she she went on Larry King Live and Good Morning America. Yep. After this interview, she got those interviews. Yep. 20 million viewers. She got in front of 20 million viewers. Thing is, the, the problem with, with Oprah is people trust Oprah like she is not trying to sell them an sure. entertainment program. And uh, one more thing about McCarthy that I just want to throw yeah. in. The video for this, the video for McCarthy still exists on Oprah's website with no changes or attributions whatsoever. terrible. Still exists. It's still there and it's featured on her site without any correction, acknowledgement of the problems with McCarthy's claims. Not a single correction. That's terrible. Not, this lady's a fucking kook. This lady fucking lied. This lady didn't know what the fuck she was talking about because she fucking Googled autism. Right. Here's the perfect example of why we shouldn't have celebrities. Jenny McCarthy is a perfect example of why celebrities shouldn't be trusted, right? Why we shouldn't be like, oh, they're a celebrity. They should run for office. Jenny McCarthy, when she tried to figure something out, went to her computer and typed something in and fucking got answers that were wrong and then went, used her celebrity power to spread that garbage. Why the fuck should we look to that as something like worthwhile to run government? Well, because we don't know the difference between being popular and being informed. Right. Right. We're, we're confused about that socially. We're confused about that shit all the time. It's like, well, I heard it from this person who seems like they have my best interest in heart. You don't know anything about these fucking people. You don't know anything about these people. You don't know whether they're, smart or not that smart. You know what their research methodologies are like. This is just, it's just always a bad way to get, to get information. Like you got the only thing I I will say, like the only caveat I would have to that is if I needed to buy weed, I would get it from Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) I feel like (laughs) I get it from Michael Wood Jr. (laughs) In the name of Jesus, we speak that. Oh, this is from Newsweek. This is fucking amazing. Trump impeachment must be prevented through the day of through through a day of fasting and prayer, evangelist says. So this is that fucking Dobson fucking gobbledygook guy. And he, this is the guy who thinks that not eating lunch will change God's decision. God really, it, it really does change his mind when you come to him with an empty tummy. So Dobson says here, this is the quote. He says, I'm calling for a nationwide movement to pray for him. 
I'm calling for a day of fasting and prayer. I hope that Christian people from coast to coast will join in that time. I love this. The date is your choosing, but we do need to be praying for our president. I want everyone to join in the time. We're not all going to pick the same time. I don't have any well, I think idea. That's okay. Well, it's like, like you're all trying to like fill up a, a giant tub and all of you all have to go to the river. You don't all have to do it oh, once. Like, like Mickey Mouse, you like in the, do in the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, you don't have to do it at once. You could all just sort of work your way up there one at a time or, that's, you know, so in a how many meals or, have to be skipped by how many people in like what number of days? Well, it, you, the God skywrites it every day and it's a, it's a decreasing <laughs> number in the sky. She, God's got Alexa's like, Alexa, how many days till I give a shit? <laughs> Never. <laughs> what I like about this is that they're basically saying, if you pray for him, you're going to rewind time, time. Yeah. so that he didn't do it. Or you're going to make us not care that he did it. What are the other, right? Or he, you know, because if he didn't do it, then he won't be impeached. Well, I because guess, if he's yeah. not guilty of it, nobody's going to, well, he's not going to be impeached anyway, first off, because it's fucking Republicans. But right. I'm saying if he didn't do it right. and it comes out and no, there's no proof or anything, nobody's going to do anything. There's not going to be a move to do it. Right. If he did it, or at least, you know, they, they suspect that he did it or strongly suspect that he did it. You just can you got to go back in time and make him not guilty. Is that how it works? I, or the alternative, which I think might be their view is that he's not guilty, but they think the system is flawed mm. and that the system oh, will yeah. find a sure. not guilty man, you know, because we, we, because you know, who can't get a fair shake yeah. is billionaire white men who have all of the actual power. Yeah. Those guys never the get guys, a fair it's shake. Tough. It's tough. I'll tell them. you what, I'd yeah. rather be a poor black man from Haiti. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. It says, it says, um, he added later, it seemed evident on election night that l the Lord gave us a victory. So, Lord, if that's true, we ask you to protect our president from anything that can hurt him. And I love that that just takes the responsibility for his yeah, actions right. and it throws it right away. Yeah. It throws it right away, basically saying, look, he he's not responsible for what he did. Yeah. And we're supposed to love him for it. But this is part of that, like... Uh, once they become president, like there's a, there's a certain group of people that believes unless they're Democrats that, um, once somebody becomes president that we have to support them, right. And we have to just be like, well, he's your president. He's your president now. Right. You've heard that mm -hmm. line. Like sure. he's your president. Now you got to support him. It's like, well, he is my president, but I can disagree with everything he says. And that does sure. not make him less my president. Yeah. It doesn't make me less patriotic if, as if patriotism is some kind of virtue I should, uh, yeah. aspire to. I don't believe that it is. But it would not make me less patriotic, yeah. even if patriotism was something I aspired to. None of that matters. That idea that, like, you know, we have to just like, well, once he becomes a president, we just, he's uh, immune to criticism. Let him do whatever he wants. Sure. And if you don't like him, we'll try to roll it back in four years instead of being like, well, what if? I mean, I'm going to be very vocal about the things I don't like. I'm going to try to influence the politicians that work for me, you know, to oppose his policies, yeah. to not push bills because that he that he can sign and not get shit in front of him to challenge him on his points. Like, like there are things, it's not, it's not a fucking autocracy. He's not been elected czar. The problem is, is that I feel like, I feel like people have fallen away from criticizing their side in a big way. Like, yeah. here's the thing. Like when people do shitty stuff on the democratic side or on the left, 
I want to, I want to be able to call him out and be like, that's shitty. That's stupid. We did it when Wiener was texting. We've done it. We to, did it with the drone strikes in Obama. We did it with Obama. We did it with, um, you know, not all the time. The thing is, is I thought Obama was doing some pretty good stuff, but when you see what this guy is doing and you see all the things that he, that he, that he's trying and failing, or he's just being a buffoon or he's like the other day when he was having a conversation about immigration and they recorded it, he didn't know what he was talking about. Oh, I know. He interrupts himself and he just, he's a terrible leader. He's really bad at all this. I don't know how you went into this, voted for that guy and are still like, yeah. But you know, it's so funny because a guy at my work came in and was like, oh, he just did this great. And you, because he's a Republican and we've had these conversations. He's like, the press was blown away. He kept the press in the meeting. And like, it was this really like, like Trump really just kind of said it as it was. And like all this sort of stuff. He's like, it was like a watershed moment. And I went and watched it. And I was like, man, he just spouted a bunch of blowhard generalities. Yeah. He didn't have a plan for what to do or how to fix. It. He basically just said, we should do something to fix these things. Yeah. We should do something to fix these things. If nobody wants to do something, I'll do something. I'll take the heat. We should do something. We're very close to doing something. That kind of is all that happened there. Yeah. There was no substance. There was That's no detail. There was no does. plan. That's everything. Right. It was just a bunch of bullshit yeah. generalities. Of course. But there are people that are fucking snowed by that shit. They love it. And, and, and they're afraid to say anything yeah. about their own side. They don't do it. They never do it. You know, it's interesting that Ann Coulter came out against him, against what he was talking about. Because she doesn't, you know, she wants strong regulation. Oh, and yeah. she was just, she was pissed off. A lot of Republicans are pissed off. That he did that. So it's interesting to see some of these these people that, you know, are sort of, you know, at least influential Republicans that are that are pulling back. But the tax cuts, when they're talking about the tax cuts, everybody was saying like, oh, it's it's going to trickle down. It's going to come back from the people. Sure and, and so there was one company that decided to give a couple thousand dollars to all their employees because they're going to get a big tax break. And you're like, OK, well, well, show me that with all the companies. Right. Show me every company doing that. It's not every company. It's right. one company. Yep. All company did it. OK, cool story. Yeah. I know. Uh, how's it, does that affect everybody? Yeah. 370 million people or 320, however many. I get it wrong all the time. I, I, 300 plus million people. I Most was, of us aren't ever going to be affected by I that. I was reading on Twitter. I think it was a um, secular bloke is a popular Twitter guy. And he, he was posting something. I think it was him. And he said something about uh, posting something like, I'm in meetings all the time. I work with the United States company. I'm in high level business meetings all the time. We never, ever, ever, ever talk about the tax cut as an incentive to do anything. Right. Never comes up. It's not an incentive for anything, period. Yeah. It's I don't just think not. I, it's just, if anything happens, it's more money to the corporate bottom yeah. line. It's okay, great. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you're going to hire somebody. Nope. Because if I can get away with not hiring somebody, then it's, that's more money too. It's more to money the bottom to me. Line. Yep. It is altogether right to discriminate against homosexual behavior. Oh, this is crazy. This is Linda Harvey. <sighs> Linda Harvey, we must re-horrify people about the sin of homosexuality. I'm horrified enough about the idea of Linda Harvey and the word sex or sexuality. Yeah. I, ugh, I don't right. need to be re-horrified. So here we go. I'm going to play this. And so many of these, these groups are predators. I believe that the homosexual clubs in schools are are just are are just red flags for predators. I mean, what? Wait a minute. When, when you come in, you just hear <laughs> those like three dicks line up on your chest. Shoots you right. <laughs> if you're super Republican, it's illegal aliens versus predator. You're like, I don't know who to root for. I don't. It's very confusing. Jose has a long tail. 
you eat Mexican, your got, breath is like acid. He's got two two mouths. One shoots out of the other mouth. Yeah. Homosexual club. Oh, join our homosexual club. <laughs> like some some like straight dude's gonna be like, oh, I, I don't know. I'd I'd have sex. I'm in high school. It's gonna go join I volleyball. Gonna, Maybe I'll join, join a gay juggle club. my balls. Right? <laughs> you just walk in. You're like, okay, uh, like, do we take our dicks out now? Like, yeah. how does this work? I don't know when we take our dicks out. Oh no, that's not how school that's works. Not how, that's not how school. So works. weird. I mean, I think that they um, they exist there to as an audience to continue to um, fast track kids into this lifestyle. Well, you wouldn't want to wait. It's like a TSA pre-check for being gay. <laughs> you can, I'll fuck you, but you can keep your shoes on and put the laptop over in that bag. But you have to take off your belt, sweetheart. <laughs> the belt's got to come off. No, no yeah. lube greater than three ounces is allowed. <laughs> that nobody gets to go through the thing where you hold up. Everybody's got to get felt up. Everybody gets felt up no matter what. Right. Yeah. And they're okay with certain gels and liquids. They're good with that. Network with adults. I mean, they're in, who knows what goes on there. So, um, well, why don't you just fucking imagine it? Yeah. Why don't you just, why don't you just, I don't really know what goes on there, but they're probably fucking, <laughs> it's like, what? Well, it's even if they were, even if they but were, they're not, they're just adults that were yeah. fucking, but, yeah, who would give a shit? Well, I thought she's still talking about the gay clubs. I don't, oh, I don't even know what she's talking about anymore. <laughs> I literally because her train of thought is so convolutedly bizarre. I can't, uh, I can't follow it. You know, I, I think that one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, how do we rehorrify people about the the sin of homosexuality? Make gay people fuck each other with knife penises. <laughs> I think that's how like you do saw? it. Like, like saw, like saw. Make them sword fight. <laughs> Oh, I'm, you're not entertained. I'm guard. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, like you just see this sign. You're like, I don't know that I want to go to the pork sword fights. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to skip that. I think there's a really good way to re-horrify people about the dangers of homosexuality. Uh, we, we would need more homosexual parents to just mm -hmm. walk in on them. Just yeah. anytime you walk in, you're like, ah! Ah! and then you're traumatized over the no matter what. Yeah, I don't want to see any of it. Maybe they should just distribute pictures of Matthew Shepard. That'll horrify people for... Yeah, yeah well, you know, you know what? what? I mean? Unfortunately, it fucking yeah, wouldn't. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't for these you're people. You're right, you're right. And it's like, th th there are no horrors. And there's no reason to be horrified about people's sexuality. There is a reason to not be involved in other people's fucking sexual personal business. And it's every possible reason <laughs> to not be involved. It's like, it's like... Well, what, we need people to really imagine it and get totally grossed out. Yeah. That's what she's saying. Well, that's, that's what she's that, saying. That is what she's saying. She's you know? saying. She's saying. Back in back in my day, people used to think about other people in sexual positions, and it made them sick to their stomach. Right. What the fuck is wrong with you kids these days? <laughs> Don't you know that sometimes it goes in their butts? <laughs> their butts, people. People are becoming so comfortable with this. I mean, even people on our side. We need to rehorrify well, them. I. I, I you can be comfortable if you use enough lube and prep work. And if you want to use more lube, you can go to adamandeve.com. <laughs> Type in Gloria Checkout. Get 50% off almost any item. A free sex swing and free shipping. I, I think it's very complicated. I think it comes back to gaining a moral understanding that that um, is found in the, in the word of God. You know, we, we have to respect God and God. We got to read an old book to get yeah. fucking all worked Look, up about shit that the rest of us have figured out doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. Rather than deciding that we know better than God. And that means, you know, it's become a very trendy sin. That's yeah, you can get gay at Hop Topic now. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
do these, does this semen look good with this outfit? <laughs> it's a blue dress. It actually works just fine. Here's the thing. It goes with every outfit. <laughs> it is the accessory that keeps on giving. <laughs> A pearl necklace uh, is always in uh, fashion. It always is, no matter <laughs> what. A, a fact. That's um, the way it is. You see it everywhere, and we're not unless we get back to respecting God and God's authority in our life. I don't think we're going to recover that that right. sense of, yeah. of the awfulness of all sin, not just homosexuality. Right, Riggs all. But lying, for example, yeah. about this issue, sure. yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, I, I love it. They're not like. They're not hung up on the other sins. They're not. No. They're not like, where's their crusade against divorce or or, or lying or murder sure. or adultery or graven images or like, yeah. you know, where's honoring their, their yeah. father and mother. Like, where's their fucking giant fucking crusade around all the rest of that made up bullshit? Oh, because nobody cares about that yeah. stuff. Except for the murder, I guess people care about that, but nobody yeah. cares about the rest of that well, shit. Yeah, there's not like a fucking commission. Like the, the American Family Institute doesn't have a fucking a whole PDF on idols. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know. Yeah, they're not, you know, the, the thing is like their crazy fucking moon religion is fine with all this shit because I think the rest of these things, they can go through their do it and forgive it model, right? Yeah. It, it's all periodic rather than definitional. Even murder, right? You murder a dude. And it's like, oh, I fucking killed that guy, but I found Jesus in prison. It's all oh, that's so great. And then, you know, you're you're forgiven and stuff. You know, I think that one of the issues that maybe that they have with homosexuality is it's like it's definitional rather than sort of transactional in nature. If I lie to you, it's like this transaction, right? Sure. Like I said a thing that wasn't true, and then, you know, like I yeah. some I, and then you're aggrieved yeah. and I sinned, but I can be forgiven for it. But if I'm just gay, that's just who I am. Yeah. And I think they can't figure that out. Well, I think I could get a couple drinks out of a gay guy. That's transactional, <laughs> right? right? Isn't it? With that beard, I think you could get more than a couple of drinks, buddy. <laughs> Pearl necklace never goes out of fashion town. <laughs> this town needs an enema. Oh, I love this. This is from Boing Boing. Jesus this Christ. is amazing. Gwyneth Paltrow. I would love to meet Gwyneth Paltrow. She just seems crazy as a shithouse Isn't rat. She? The shit she's selling at this point. I, at some point, I just <laughs> I point. just want to be like, bravo. Yeah. Did, did did we look at the fucking vibrator necklace that she sells on her site? I don't think so. Oh, my God. It's Hold a on. vibrator necklace? I, it's the best thing you've ever seen. Can you go to her Goop site? She sells a necklace, and she's like, yeah, you know, it's like... Holy a, shit. Is there a fucking $7,000 or $6,000 necklace? Oh, her shit's super A talisman crazy. coin necklace? Yeah, that one's 12000 Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah, this shit's ugly, too. It's so fucking ugly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, throw this shit away. signs? Yeah. Oh, God. Are you know, kidding no, me? No. So she sells for like... How much is that fucking thing? $150. She sells a... It says it's a Vesper vibrator necklace. And it looks like a fucking vibrator hanging from a fucking gold chain. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, it's, I guess it says it's discreet, highly polished, 24 karat gold vibrator Who hanging a from a train. I know what this is. This is a gold finger. <laughs> uh, scroll down because there's a picture. And I was like, okay, I guess oh, maybe there it was a picture? Oh, really no. small. Look how huge that thing yeah, is jesus christ the thing's like it this is not a subtle i like that item. it's usb rechargeable <laughs> i love it it's like for all those times you gotta fucking diddle yourself on the go 
but you don't want to stuff a mini vibrator in your purse. You want to wear it around your neck so everyone knows that you're fucking diddling yourself in the car or whatever. It's such a weird thing that to is, sell. That is pretty weird. It's like it's like wearing a, like a giant unicorn dildo hat. Right? You know, we're just like, yeah, just set the hat down, oh. jump up and down a few times. It's like, oh, it's like a, a fucking, I don't even know. Like, it's like a fucking, it's like instead of having a Starbucks mug in the morning, you just got a fleshlight in your hand. <laughs> like, oh, let it's me like, pay for dinner. It's my fleshlight wallet. <laughs> pull, like, out, pull out a fleshlight. You're drinking coffee out of it. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Like, my- you have to like scope it up, like squeeze it a little bit to like open it up. It's like you're using yeah. it. It's a coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> you like reach in there and pull out a pencil. Hang on, let, yeah. me, let me leave the tip. I just. <laughs> <laughs> it makes that sound. Don't worry. It's just. <laughs> Somebody puts a symbiont on their scooter and there's a scooter. <laughs> the scooter kind of is a symbiont. I guess it, it is. Just it just needs wheels. On it. <laughs> All it needs is wheels, man. You're on the go. <laughs> It's more like when you were a kid and they had that inchworm thing. Like it's more like- <laughs> Bounce around on your genitals. Oh, jeez. Oh, I want to rub this hard plastic mound against your genitals. I want to talk about All right. what this is. So she sells a fucking bottle with a look. One of those things that you take, uh, it has the squeezer things that they pump your uh, blood pressure when they take your blood pressure, one of those squeezer yeah, things scurple, on scurple, it, scurple. a squirpel. And then it, it has a long, uh, a long tube that comes out and you're supposed to use it to shoot coffee in your anus <laughs> for some reason. And I want to read. So here's what Wikipedia says about coffee enemas. It says coffee enemas cause numerous side effects, including infections sepsis, severe electrolyte imbalance, colitis, procolitis, proctocolitis. <laughs> That's bad. Salmonella, brain abscess. Oh my God. And heart failure. If the coffee is inserted too quickly or is too hot, it could cause internal burning or rectal perforation. .org. That sounds like it sucks. <laughs> oh my God. It was <laughs> too hot. It's so funny. They, like, like a- they like pour it like a fucking, they just like fucking percolate that shit and pour it right up there. <laughs> you got like, it's like fresh from Starbucks. is like a thousand degree lava coffee. Degrees. And you're like, like oh, it's cool. Stuff it up my ass. <laughs> stuff it up my ass. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> Do you put creamer in it before you put it up? <laughs> I don't want the extra calories. Oh, God. There's a part of this article that says, if you don't want to fill your rectum with coffee, Gwyneth also, also recommends detoxing by drinking out of a $350 rose gold crazy straw, <laughs> applying $85, $85 wellness oil, drinking from $84 bottle with a positive energy crystal jutting out proudly from its base or carrying an $85 shaman bag of mystically charged stones. Are you fucking kidding? Like, you know, when, you read, admire when you read that off, you think you just opened someone's inventory on Skyrim. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? Like, we live, we live in a time where you could, we have fucking rovers on Mars. We fly places all over the world. We fucking have electronic banking and we're still buying crystals in a bag. <laughs> we're still buying wish stones, man. I know. I know. 
It's this is really expensive <laughs> ones. I love part of me. Do, doesn't part of you like admire Gwyneth Paltrow though? Cause she's oh. just like, bet these fucking dumbasses will buy a rock, stick it in a bag, tell them it's got magic healing powers to detoxify. Oh if that doesn't God. work, pep them up with a little coffee up the ass. Shaman bag. <laughs> Don't squeeze the shaman, whatever you do. <laughs> It's like it's always been the little women that caught the vision of giving, beginning with Jesus himself, out of their private means. Some of you little precious ones have that little grocery money, some of that little money set aside. Assure tonight the blessings of God on your family by giving it to God and speaking that. Say it, God, this is for blessings on my family. This story is also from Newsweek. Donald Trump's spiritual advisor, Paula White, suggests people send her their January salary or face consequences from God. Um, That's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. She says, January is the beginning of a new year for us in the Western world. Let us give to God what belongs to him. The first hours of our day, the first month of the year, the first of our increase, the first in every area of our life. It is devoted. The principle of first fruits is that when you give God the first, he governs the rest and redeems in. When you honor this principle, it provides the foundation and structure for God's blessings and promises in your life. It unlocks deep dimensions of spiritual truths that literally transform your life. When you apply this, everything comes in divine alignment for his plan and promises for you. When you don't honor it, whether through ignorance or direct disobedience, there are consequences. Her voice changed in Alex <laughs> Jones. Kind of it got amazing. a little weird yeah. there. She's at the a lizard. So it was a whole thing. Sense. She wants you to give fucking all the January money. She says, in her latest video, she says, each January, I put God first and honor him with the first of our substance by sowing a first fruits offering of one month's pay. That's a big sacrifice, but I'm a rich cunt and I can afford it. I, I may have editorialized. She said, but it is a seed for the harvest I am believing in for the believing for in the coming year, and God always provides. You spend three months salary, God lets you put it in his butt. <laughs> harvesting the seeds Anal a little messy. Though. Harvest, <laughs> harvesting the seeds a little messy, though, admittedly. Just a, I've seen that video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that video had a lot of enemas ahead of time. Okay. I'm just saying. I, I gotta I don't know if they were coffee. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of baby wipes. <laughs> Here's what I don't get. Just giving her one month's salary is mm -hmm. a pay cut because they normally tithe 10%. Well, no, I don't think this is instead of. It's is in addition to. My guess is you give the first month and then you give 10%, 10 subsequently. Yeah. yeah, that's that. It would have to be because it, right. if not, it's a pay cut. It's 112. It's right. a pay cut. Yeah, instead of one tenth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's not it's eight percent instead of ten percent. Yeah, she's yeah. not getting a pay cut. Yeah. But also there's the, you know, money in the hand. Money in theory, the hand, right? money up front. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The money today is worth money more than money tomorrow. Sure. You know, it's just worth yeah. more. Yeah. But also, like, there are people out there who are just gonna give her this money. And it's like, even if I believed in her crazy fucking theory of, you know, this prosperity gospel shit. The prosperity gospel is always prosperity for the guy yeah, preaching the absolutely. gospel. Absolutely. It's right? never for the person who's going to get right. it because it's all garbage. Right. So. It's not prosperity for the people who listen to the gospel, yeah, right? right? It's never right. prosperity there. But even if I believe in this shit, if I could give the money to actual God, 
mm-hmm. then maybe I'd have something here, right? If there was a way to fucking mail that letter to Santa Claus and it actually went to the fucking North Pole, then maybe I'd be fucking more excited about getting my Red Rider BB gun. But that shit is not going to fucking happen. You're not, you're giving it to fucking mom, right? Yeah. And that's what's happening. And you're giving your fucking month's salary to this fucking woman who also, if she's giving, who's she giving her month's salary to? She's giving away her January money to who? Yeah, that's she the wants thing you is, to give it to her. Give it to her. Where's the? There's. This is not a multi-level marketing scheme, right? This is a one-level level marketing, marketing scheme. scheme, and the level is give it to me. Right. That's the level. Right. Yeah. Give me your money. Mm-hmm. You know when I do it, I give my money to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true in some cases, but they aren't all valedictorians. They weren't all brought in by their parents. Uh, for everyone who's a valedictorian, there's another hundred out there that. Um, they weigh 130 pounds and they've got calves the size of cantaloupes because they're hauling 75 pounds of marijuana across the desert. This story's from Right Wing Watch. Ken Blackwell says dissolved voter fraud commission will maintain White House access. I do want to talk about this, um, this fucking th- the the voter dissolved commission. Yeah. voter commission. Yeah. The, the, dissolved? Yeah. I wonder why it was dissolved. Yeah. <laughs> what did it, wait, what did it find, Cecil? What did the voter commission find? I think it found that every single illegal immigrant that voted was Kaiser Sosa. <laughs> right? Poof, he's gone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love I love that this thing is dissolved and nobody's talking about the fact that it found nothing, right? That right. it was dissolved and that right. that was all fucking bullshit. Sure. And it's always was bullshit. And it was and they said they had proof. They're like, "We got proofs, man. Right. We got proof." And you're just like, "Where's your proof at?" Why isn't anybody dragging that motherfucker? Out? Remember that motherfucker? Yeah. Who was like on TV? Yeah. I got Where's proof. Where's that motherfucker? I got proof. Where's your proof at? Right. Where's he, your proof at? Cuz he was like, oh, "I'm going to I'm going to bring it out. I just got to double yeah, triple check gotta, the numbers. Yeah, I, gotta, I just got I'll I'll make sure to have it. I got to have fucking Rain Man double that check it for That dude made his rounds. And he probably sold some book or something. Right. And he's like, thank you for the fucking book. I'm out. Yeah. You but know? we shouldn't be, we should be holding that fucking guy's feet to the fire. Yeah. We should be calling should him out. Hold, no, you'd be holding the president's feet to the fire. Cause yeah. he's yeah. the one who right. came out right. and said, right. three million people, three million plus illegal immigrants. Show me the numbers. You said it's true. Show me the numbers. But we, that guy keeps saying shit. And we yeah. keep saying like, it's not true. And then we point out that it's not true. And then he says, it's totes true. And I'll give you the evidence. And he never gives you the evidence. He reverses his stance on everything yeah. all the time. And uh, like, there's still people are like, oh, but you know, the economy, the, the, the stock market's up. I mean, yeah. I fucking saw this shit today. It's like, it's like all this crazy shit. And people are like, well, there's more jobs and stock markets up. It's like, none of his policies have anything to do with that. Yeah. None of like trace traces, trace jobs back to one policy, which policy which thing did he enact yeah. that made that happen? You get, you're not going to find shit. Yeah. I think they'll say he came in and took away a bunch of Obama Obama's regulations. And deregulating things increases the chance that business is going to... But I, again, like, I think you got to prove that. You got to prove, like... You got to prove it. Right. They'll say that. Right. Though. I know. That yeah. shit makes me crazy, though. Yeah. Let's play a few minutes, like a minute of this. This is long. I don't want to play it all. Uh, as I've told you and Tony on a number of occasions... You know, when we first got involved in this election business, we were primarily concerned about access to the ballot. Uh, and it is. Re- no, you no, no, no. Nobody said access to the ballot. All people said was there was way more people that voted that shouldn't have voted. That side of the aisle is trying to prevent access to the ballot. Every chance that yeah. they get, every chance they get these voter ID laws. They're constantly trying to uh, uh, disenfranchise certain groups from the ballot. Yeah. There there's I mean there are there are stated strategies that are not 
Like this is not conspiracy shit. There are stated strategies, you know, to try to prevent likely Republicans from being able to get to the ballots. Yeah. Likely Democrats. Likely Democrats. Forgive me. Reasonably uh, easy. Uh, it's for folks to register and go to the polls. Uh, for the There's just some fucking guy in Bumfucksville, Arkansas. This is the fifth Kaiser Soze today. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Last 10, 12 years, we've balanced our concern about access to the ballot with protecting the integrity of the vote. Because for every fraudulent vote uh, you have, you negate a legitimate vote. Uh, and so, so we've negated it, like four. Yeah. But it's a bad legitimate vote. So it's okay. <laughs> Basic safeguards like voter ID. Voter ID is a poll tax. Voter ID is a fucking poll tax. Yep. The reason why voter ID is garbage is because all those places that they require voter ID, most of those places um, require a state ID, which costs money to get. If you have to pay money to get it, then it's useless for somebody who's super poor, because they, don't, if, especially if they don't need it, if they take the bus every day, what the fuck do I need an ID? What the fuck do I need a state's ID for? If I have my social security card and I have other forms of identification, I don't need that piece of identification. So they won't go buy it. The other thing too is people don't understand, and this is this is one thing that makes me crazy, is when people say, you know, well, how hard is it just to go get a, get a license? If you are a, a person who's very, very destitute, getting a license... Yeah. Big dollars. It's it's not it's a lot because ten dollars for you and I is isn't a lot. But it's a day off of work. But it's a day off of work. It's time off of work. Right. Here's how I will allow a voter ID law. Here's how I'll allow it. Same thing. I'm gonna say. You get a day off of work, automatically paid for, one hundred percent by your employer. That is a one full day off of work. It's absolutely free, and you get a travel voucher to and from the place. I will allow it if those three things happen. I'll 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 allow it under a different set of circumstances. I would say I would say a, a voter ID law would make sense if there was a free, federally issued and federally recognized ID. So in a, instead of a state ID sure. that varied location by location, if there was just a national ID that we all have and it's just part of being a citizen of this country and you get it and it's free and that's that, then fine. But then, that, then you got to get it though, right? So so if that existed. Then okay, that's that's just well, fun, I'm just right? no, but I'm saying like like in order to get it, to take that day I'm, to say, get I'm it, saying you. you still have to take right, the day. You right. still have to have that. So I'm yeah. what I'm willing to say is like make sure that those people yeah. didn't have they they don't have any burden. If there's no burden, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But the moment there's a burden on somebody to try to get that thing, that's why we don't have it. Right. We don't have it because we want to make sure we in we we don't disenfranchise voters because of their poverty. Well, and also we've shown like study after study after study after study after study shows there's no need for it. Yeah. It accomplishes nothing. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. It does not prevent. There is no such thing as like these massive voter frauds. Yeah. These things don't happen. They are not happening. Yeah. They don't happen in states that don't have voter ID laws. So they don't happen in states that do have. They don't happen, period. It is a reaction. It is a reaction designed to disenfranchise minorities from the polls. Absolutely. That's exactly Absolutely. what it's for. It's got nothing to do with the nothing, integrity of the vote. Nothing whatsoever. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This story is from Right Wing Watch. This is Dave Coach. Doc Coach. Not a coach. Dobbin Meyer. Uh, Oprah for president talk is preparing America for white genocide. Huh. So here we go. That sounds crazy. He's got his face. 
face. His Holy face fuck. is off. The face Holy in this photo. Fuck. Absolutely perfect. Oh my God. He, All right. Look at that. So perfect here we stuff. go. Here's Dave Dobbenmeyer. Lord, where do you, where do you want me to go here? I want you to get really racist. <laughs> can you, He's got two and a half minutes. Can you, can you put the white hood on? Is he the is he the grand booba already? Is that what's happening? Is he going to be the water his, buffalo? He's going to pull his dragon wizard. Out. <laughs> it's going to be great. Okay, I'll go there. <laughs> yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. God, what do I what do yeah. I say to sound as racist yeah. as possible <laughs> against some of the races you created? Uh, I've, I've said this before on the show, and I'm going to dive right back into it. We better wake up and understand that the attack in America is on the white Anglo-Saxon male. <laughs> Life has never been harder. I tell you what, it's so tough. They can't even get elected president. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, too, like I was talking to that guy at work he's and, and he's like, don't you think there's a war against white men? And Are I you said, serious? Yeah, I did. I, we didn't get to finish the conversation. I said, Tell me one concrete way your life has gotten harder. Yeah. Tell me one way you, and he's like, well, it's not about that. I'm like, well, then it didn't happen. You, uh, do you hear what I just said? Yeah. I heard you said, yeah. you said you're a racist. I heard it. We yeah, all heard on. it. Come on. You're not allowed to say that. Of course. You're not allowed to say it. I don't know. You say literally anything. Yeah. You just said it. Yeah. Nobody stopped. You can say literally anything. <laughs> that little kid didn't make your mouth go away from the twilight zone. And, and nobody took him off fucking YouTube and nobody arrested him yeah. and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Cause you it's can just say not true. whatever you want. You just say abject and not true. The fucking Alex Jones thinks there's lizards, man. He could say that. You can say this dumb shit too. How many of you watched the golden glo globs, whatever they call those things the other night? Globes, you stupid shithead. Golden globes. It was the most absolute, unbelievable frontal assault on white Christian maleness that I that I have ever seen. Now they couched it behind sexual abuse, and the, they couched. I love that he's like how how dismissive he is. He's air he's quoting air sexual quoting abuse, sexual abuse, as if sexual abuse doesn't exist. Oh my because god! Because that's when you use air quotes. I know. Yeah, as if it's like, oh, well, we're gonna get upset about sexual abuse. <laughs> yeah. Uh. We are, man, because it's terrible. Out, turns out it's real bad. Shouldn't be happening. Yeah. The world's richest woman stood up there and cried how she was discriminated against. Oprah, I don't know. I didn't see the speech. I didn't either. But Oprah, if she cried that she was discriminated against, chances are she probably was discriminated against. Yeah, I'm going to guess in, in many yeah. areas in her life, at different points in her life, sure. as a black woman, that is almost certainly to have happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fact that she's rich and successful now doesn't mean that the entirety of her life, she wasn't born rich and successful. She could, she may be discriminated against today. She, the money insulates right. you from that sort of thing, but not completely. Right. And she wasn't always rich. Right. I, I she wasn't uh, born. Like she's not, she's not the queen of America. <laughs> the world's richest woman. And all the women dressed in black. And then you had these, Sissy men that came up and did self-flagellation afterwards. Of, oh, yeah, we're just awful. And oh, the way we've treated women. Whack, 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 whack. Is he quacking? I think he's... Is he quacking? Quacking or whacking He's whack, I mean, He's either whacking himself or quacking himself, Tom. I, I love that he's like all these sissified men that are like, oh, I don't like the way we've treated... Like, like, I can't decide if he's more racist or more misogynist, but yeah. right now, <laughs> well, he's more misogynist. I think he's kind of even. He's going after Oprah. So. <laughs> <laughs> whack, whack. 
And then the media, you tell me this is not orchestrated. Oprah gets up there and gives that talk. And then now they want Oprah to be president of the United States. I, some people do. Sure. Yeah. Fine. So what? Yeah. People have, people have talked about Oprah for president every time there's been a, yeah. an election. People talk to Howard Stern for president for crying out loud. Who They're cares? both equally qualified. She has not announced anything anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah. Right now, you have a foul-mouthed, shitty, fucking hair-plug douchebag who screams, you're fired. That was his fucking qualifications. And you're going to look in the camera and be like, Oprah Winfrey. I, They're I don't equally qualified. Yeah, I was going to say, like, so you just yelled like it's 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 America's richest woman, right? Or the world's, I don't know, no, richest woman. So clearly, very successful business person. And that's his only, they, it was even there. Yeah. And, and whether he was even a successful businessman is, is open is, for yeah, some debate, yeah. right? But it was like, it was the thing that they said they liked about it was him, the right? Thing. It was that. And it it's that, like, yeah. well, this other person has the same thing. Well, I know, but she's got... Black a black skin. vagina. She she's has. got a black. She's got the worst kind of <laughs> vagina, people. It's a black vagina. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. Now remember, Hollywood wants to give her us her. Right? They want. They want. <laughs> That's his dog. That had to be his I, dog. I, I hope it's Shemp off screen. <laughs> Just. <laughs> give us her. He's looking at his dog. His dog's like, is his dog like chewing on a microphone? I want to rewind this. It's amazing. That's her. Motherfucker's like, this guy's like, I'm going to kill this dog. He is looking at the dog like, that's my wife's dog. I fucking hate my wife. I hate my wife so much. I hate everything she likes. I wish my wife was a black woman so bad. The God haters want to give us her. Okay. They say she's the most popular the most popular whatever they say okay listen listen closely go ahead Jared. watch watch her eyes bread and marinated yeah, in it mm -hmm. in that prejudice and racism and they just have to die mm, hang on a minute hey oprah how how are they gonna die you're just gonna let them die of old age oprah if you get to be president of the united states mm -hmm. you you related in any way you got any spirit anyway similar to Adolf Hitler and what he did over there. <laughs> is, she, is, she, is she just saying we just need to wait for the racist people to die? Yeah, I, I think I suggesting that people who hold a hate-filled ideology will eventually die off and that the world will be better for their passing is in no way related to Adolf Hitler saying, hey, let's kill all the Jews. <laughs> anyway, to speed this process up. <laughs> Look, I like your idea. You're a good idea, man. I just need it to go a little faster. So we can maybe like, I don't know, shove a couple in ovens. Is there any way we can get a big ovens? Timeline Let's here. get big ovens. I want big ovens. I want to jam them in the ovens. Can we do this? Let's make this happen. Goebbels, do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the same thing. Same thing. It's identical. The same thing. Absolutely identical. Is this just kind of reverse Nazism, Oprah? Isn't reverse Nazism being nice? <laughs> we want to thank all of our patrons. Of course, we want to thank our newest patrons. Helicopter Matt, Michael, Daniel, Yodel Mountain Conspiracy Cover Band, Shoe, Lizzie in the Lab, Ryan, Pat Robertson, Saggy Jowls, Fred Wardo, Liz, 
Rob and Kristen, defilers of mid-Michigan. Defilers of mid-Michigan? You can't defile (laughs) mid-Michigan. Julie, that couple next door, a swinger podcast. Wesley, Cassie, Converse, Justin, Chris, Rick, George, Abel, King Louis, the funk, Cindy and Adam. Thanks so much for your generous donations. We really do appreciate it. We want to let everybody know about some patron content that we that we let out, but we did not make it patron only. Right. So we're going to put on this week's show notes a link to a bit of tape that Tom and I recorded a week ago that we released to patrons. That is uh, sort of a test to sort of talk about some serious things and not try to make a bunch of jokes. Like right. Tom and I, when we when we get together, we always try to make each other laugh. That's kind of the, the that's kind of our shtick. That's, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, but once in a while, if we have very serious conversation, we're not trying to interrupt the other person for jokes. And this is what it was. So we we, we talked about two specific articles that we were both really interested in. And we wanted to have a conversation about, and we wanted to have a very serious conversation. So we posted that to Patreon. We're asking people if you're interested in that, go listen to it. If you like it, hit the heart on Patreon so that we can gauge how many people liked it and enjoyed it. And if it's something that we want to continue, we don't know that we're going to add it to the show per se, but we might add it as extra content or maybe like Thursday content or something. We're not sure what we're going to do with it yet, but we, we had a good time having that conversation and, and we'd like to see if people enjoyed listening to it. So please go check it out. This week's show notes, this is 396. It'll be a link to Patreon. You do not have to join to listen. You can just listen. Um, you do not have to be a, a person who, who is a patron to hear it. Um, but we just don't want to put it on a regular feed that right. we normally go out. Normally and it's playable right from the website. Yeah. It's playable right from the website from your phone. Bunch of people sent us this image. Um, a ton of people sent it to us, actually. The Horatio is the first one, though. So we're going to post this. Uh, image on this week's show notes. It's a Beavis and Butthead image. It um, is, and it's and great. It's, and it looks good. It looks, it's really funny. So check it out. This week's show notes, 396. Oh my God. This is a crazy video, Tom. So weird, man. Um, Alex Jones just talks about dicks a lot and somebody super cut a bunch of him talking about hard-ons and dicks. And it's it goes on and on. Yeah. It's not it's just like, one episode no, either. Yeah. There's like 50 episodes where he's like... he's. Raging about raging. Cock and balls, cock and balls, cock and balls, cock and balls. crazy. So uh, we'll put the link on this week's show notes. It's a YouTube video. Thanks, Luke, for sending it in. Tom, we got a message from (laughs) Derek. This is so funny. Derek says, I manage teams in India. They end all their emails with, please do the needful. Please do the needful. (laughs) They do for us, too. It's so funny. So one time I thought uh, I was funny, and I responded back with, the needful has been completed. And they sent me an email back thanking me. (laughs) You need to do that from now on. Oh, so we got a message from Kristen and Kristen wanted to correct us. The reason why you want to have gluten-free beauty products is I guess if people with celiac or intense celiac will get rashes and hives. I didn't know that. That's crazy. If they use gluten, don't use gluten-free stuff. That's crazy to me too. Also, it's kind of crazy to me that like gluten would be in it anyway, but you know, (laughs) okay. (laughs) <laughs> Tom, we got a message from Mike and he wants us to know it's tough being a flat earther. Hey, he says, I can't order a drink on a plane because we're going hundreds of miles an hour and I don't want the liquid to splash out of the cover. <laughs> I don't know how you round earthers can't see the truth. I want to get a shirt that says round earther. We need to make a, a contest round earther shirt. shirt. Oh, I love it. I love it. We're going to make one I round earther shirt. Secular thinky guy. Secular thinky person. Yes. It's not guy. guy. That's Secular sexist, thinky. you I, fucker. God damn it. Jesus. We got a bunch of messages about why 
uh, people take trains and why you should take trains. Um, and you know, it was, it's actually, it was really great to get all these messages. Cause like, like, you know, you and I have had experiences yeah. where we've tried to get tickets and they've been expensive. Yeah. And so we've just been like, well, why would you do this? But people said that the, the tickets by and large are much cheaper, uh, less than half, sometimes a third of what you would pay for a flight. There's no TSA that you normally have to fucking drag yourself through, which can be a fucking hassle yeah, it and can. bullshit. And it restricts like yeah. what you can bring places. Absolutely. And uh and a lot of times you can you can sleep because it's a much bigger seat. Like you can actually go right. to sleep in it. Um, instead of the fucking the cattle car feel that every economy class person has that has flown knows what oh, that God, feels like. Um, there's less of a weight limit. So you don't have a ton of weight limits that you have to pay attention to. Uh, they say it's greener, which is interesting. Um, you move a lot, a lot more of everything for a lot less fuel. That's very interesting. Uh, this one here is from BizQuick. Um, but Elvis also sent one in and said, they actually pull up in a lot of really nice major metropolitan areas. So when you pull up, you're just like, oh, cool. I'm in this area and I could just get off. And then he also said that, you know, taking the train is kind of cool. Like it's like, you know, it's an experience in itself, which, yeah. you know, something that you or I might not you know, appreciate, but other people may, you know, so I thought it was a, we got a lot of really got great a lot emails. of people that, yeah, yeah a lot us, of really great yeah. emails about this. It really made me think about, you know, train, I probably won't do it, but it, it made me think about it. Yeah, I, so. I feel like those are all compelling points, but I don't have the time for, yeah. it. you know, the, the travel travel for me is, has to be over quickly I, too. I have to be in and out. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like sex. It's just gotta it's be, it, you don't have a choice and so in and out. You don't have a choice. Yeah. Got a message from Mike and Mike says, Cecil, um, you were, uh, where did you see dead milkman? He says, he thinks he's from, I'm from upstate New York. We're from Chicago. Um, <laughs> I grew up here and uh, I saw them at the Chicago Metro and it was, gosh, it had to be 20 years ago. I saw them. Um, it was, the Metro is a small venue here in Chicago oh, yeah. and uh, it's a pretty popular venue and, uh, and they have a, a balcony section, but all the rest of it's general admission. It's all for the stage. It's right. all a big crush. Uh, he said that he saw, um, they were opening the opening act was Possum Dixon. You remember that band? I do. Yeah. I did not until yeah. he wrote it down, though. I know. And he said uh, it was easily the most insane pit I had ever been in or seen. He said, maybe we ran into each other. Uh, he said, also at Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson. I saw a Nine Inch Nails tour with Marilyn Manson when Nine Inch Nails did the Downward Spiral tour. Mm -hmm. uh, they toured with Marilyn Manson and Hole. That was a pretty good. I mean, that's a. Did you, did you see that? that was a, I, I saw it. I saw it. Manson I saw it at UIC. So at the UIC okay, Pavilion. I didn't see it then. And, uh, and I remember the, the one thing I remember, there's two, two parts of the show that actually three parts of the show. I remember really, really well. Yeah. There's a lot of that show. I remember, but one of the, the three parts that I want to mention, <laughs> the first one is when hole was on stage, Courtney love was playing and a bunch of shit broke. Like, so, so shit just yeah. didn't, it did like malfunction. So they had to get the roadies out to fix it. And while they're fixing it, she she, everybody's screaming and booing and she pulls her top down. She goes, amuse yourselves. <laughs> and then she put it back up and I was like, I just saw Courtney loves titties. <laughs> then the very next act is Marilyn Manson and Marilyn Manson comes out on stage and nobody, I didn't even know who he was back right. then. He's brand new, you know, yeah. sort of on the scene, at least to me. I'm sure there's other people who knew who he was, but I didn't know who he was. And so Marilyn Manson's out there playing. And at one point he takes his pants off and he's got this giant rubber prosthetic cock that is on his vinyl pants that just comes out from his pants. And he spits in his hand and he proceeds to jerk that 
that prosthetic Robert cock, Dick. that rubber dick off on stage. And then we're looking and be like, am I watching a dude jerk off right now? <laughs> and then my favorite part of the, the, the Nine Inch Nails concert. <laughs> I know this. I know what's going to happen. Do you, do you know? I feel like I know what's going to happen. Do you want me to guess? Go ahead and guess. Did all of his shit, did he like smash all his yeah, shit and in then the it's music? Still played. Still- no, this is different. Okay. Hey, that happens at every time. <laughs> yeah, some guy kicks over his piano and it's still, <laughs> still playing. playing. Yeah, no, it's not that. That's obvious. <laughs> My favorite part was they were showing a movie. They're okay. showing a movie and it's movies like, it's like uh, it's like the ring or whatever. It's like yeah, it's all like, this crazy it's shit. Like, like and then there's like a fucking like a bunch of birds, and then there's this guy gets fucking punched in the face. And like this weird shit happens. This yeah. other weird, weird shit happens, and then they stop and they focus on a on a snake's face, uh-huh. and the camera is slowly zooming into the snake's face, this slowly zooming, so zooming, zooming, zooming. It's almost there, and my buddy is standing right next to me in the crowd. And and while it's getting really close, he goes, bam! And everybody around us jumped in the air. It was fucking amazing. It was amazing. Because everybody, because it, it's coming in, it's coming right. in, and then he screams, and everybody's like, bam! Like, the tension was so high. It was perfect. It was so funny. That is awesome. a really memorable concert I went to. Very memorable. I remember being out. I had general admission tickets, and I was uh-huh. in the crush. I wasn't in the pit. I was in the crush. I was trying to be as close as I could yeah. to the whole stuff. But I remember that. I have a lot of fond memories of that concert. So we got a message from someone, and I'm not going to say who, but they they want to know of a non-AA slash woo substance abuse program for secular people. So a secular program that is an that is also an addiction program. We're going to ask people to comment on the Facebook page if you can. That's open to everybody. Go to the Facebook page if you know of a substance abuse program that is secular and doesn't use religion or woo or the AA 12 step program or any of that stuff, comment on the Facebook post for this, this 396. So hopefully this person can go there and look and find this information. We'll probably also read this information on next week's show, but we wanted to make sure that, that, uh, that this person had access to it sooner than next week's show. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we are closing in on hiring a person. So hopefully next week we'll have an announcement for um, for hiring someone to be our podcast coordinator. We want to thank Megan for her service for the many years of putting up with us. Two years of putting Two up years. with us. Um, so thank you, Megan. Um, and we're looking forward to uh, to the new person starting up soon. We'll let you know who it is. And, uh, and when that happens, um, you'll be the first to know. Next to that person, that person will know first, and then you'll know. <laughs> well, then right our afterwards. then our significant others, oh, and we yeah. might tell we some might other tell close some other friends. People. I don't know if we'll tell. You'll others. be like the fourth or sixth. You'll be like the to know. Yeah, you personally. Yeah, who, you that you yes. know who I'm talking to. Touch you, yourself a little. You're per- <laughs> <laughs> with a very expensive vibrator, vibrator. <laughs> on your necklace. <laughs> All right, so weird. That's gonna wrap it up for this week. But we're gonna leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts. 
shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your sides. Thrust your hands. Bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.